everyone welcome back to the podcast so in this in today's episode um i wanted to talk about the intersectionality of climate change in other words why climate change is more than just an environmental issue now i'm sure if you've it's something that i've been this topic is something that i've been hearing a lot about recently and i've been thinking a lot about it and i'm sure if you follow the environmental news it you would you'd have probably seen it come up a lot more often than it used to before and the reason for this is because people have realized that you know while the climate movement has for a long time been captured in the image of a polar bear on melting ice caps it is just as much a threat to human rights rooted in social injustice global temperatures have risen hitting those people least equipped to respond Millions of people are experiencing food insecurity in southern Africa following unprecedented droughts, storms, floods, and summer temperatures reach up to 51 degrees Celsius where I live and even in Pakistan causing some serious health problems. I know that diseases are spreading and crops are failing and I've also seen that in Bangladesh I've heard about sea water poisoning people's farms forcing them off the land into cities where they're forced to take on low paid work whether it's flooding in the uk storms in malawi or floods in indonesia extreme weather is becoming ex- increasingly regular and ferocious in places like fiji some communities are even losing their homes and livelihoods to the rising sea so in general what this topic is about is that climate change is a wealth inequality issue climate impacts are felt globally wherever we are but our ability to cope depends on what is in our purse the wealthy have funds or insurance to cover a quick retreat to safety right they get they can get temporary accommodation and would also be able to and also rebuilding and relocation costs they can buy as many acs as they want to to escape from the heat but the poor may not be able to evacuate may not have reliable access to food water housing or even energy and insurance may be unavailable or unaffordable they may also have been victims to discriminatory state and corporate policies that disproportionately expose them to risks that could have been better managed many factors be on our control like our gender our age our economic status and location all influence our ability to respond while those most responsible for climate change are relatively insulated from its impacts those least responsible are stripped of basic freedoms and dignity they have to survive ever greater adversities with increasingly limited resources i mean i'm sure you've all heard about how the famous kardashians have their own private jets and that as you know emits a lot of carbon emissions while you have women in kenya who are literally traveling further and further to get access to safe water that's like the simplest example i can give you um and research by oxfam shows that basically the world's richest 10% of people 
cause 50% of emissions. This group also claims over half of the world's wealth and most live in the so-called developed world. The world's poorest 50% of people, ironically, contribute approximately 10% of global emissions and receive about 8% of global income. And data from the World Bank shows that the average person in the UK emits 65 times more carbon compared to someone in Malawi, US. So, I mean, and they've also shown that US, Canadian and Australian citizens emit over 150 times more. I mean, can you just imagine that? It's, it's really shocking. These already unbelievably disproportionate numbers do not account for the carbon emissions built into making and shipping the technology we're using, the food that we're eating or clothes we're wearing. So, I mean, you can imagine the state. At the same time, the sixth poorest country in the world, Mozambique, shoulders a burden of over $3.2 billion in loss and damage following two unprecedented cyclones in 2019. And according to Civil Society Review, the global bill for damage related to climate change is likely to hit $300 to $700 billion by 2030. Now, climate justice means balancing the scales. It means repairing the damage to people's lives, but also holding accountable those most responsible for the climate crisis. Now, what can be done to solve this huge inequality issue, right? The need is urgent for policies to transform rapidly and profoundly the way we use energy and transportation, produce and consume food as well as other goods and shelter ourselves. In parallel to reducing emissions, an adaption of policies must be put in place to decrease the exposure of the most vulnerable populations to climate change impacts. This means devising, let's say, rules regulating the construction in risky areas, such as flood zonings, land entitlement, and building standards. The poor, this is probably the most important point I would say, is that the poorest communities must receive better health services and new insurance mechanisms. In the United States, investments in social insurance, health, and nutrition targeted towards children and vulnerable families are especially effective. Carbon taxes can be linked to economic justice goals as well. The money raised by carbon taxes should be distributed as lump sum transfers to lower income groups. Not only would, that, would low income individuals be compensated for the increases in energy prices, but they would also come out ahead. International climate change policies such as the Paris Agreement, which provides 192 participating countries plus the EU with set targets and goals to reach, the reduce, to reach, to reduce um, global greenhouse gas emissions, can be effective if properly, if properly enforced. That's a huge if. So yeah, these are some of the things that can be done, but 
implementation is really urgent right now. And I mean, I've shown you the facts and figures. It's just, it's shocking that the poorest people have to really bear the brunt of the worst consequences of climate change. So, I mean, understanding this whole issue about how climate change is in fact a social inequality issue actually makes us more conscious of things. It makes us think about, you know, we have all of these resources. We have ACs and we have coolers. We have everything to make us feel comfortable. But what about people who depend on nature for their livelihoods? What about those farmers who literally the a single flood or drought can impact their jobs, their families, their families' health and well-being? And it makes you more conscious about your own actions and helps you realize that you know you need to make yourself you need to make your actions more environmentally friendly and that's why i think this episode um especially was really important because we as people who really who do have a lot of resources should be aware of this and yeah that's the end of this episode but i will be talking about more factors um regarding the intersectionality of climate change so i yes i look forward to recording the episodes more episodes about this but that's it for right now